Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hey guys! How we doing? It is episode 10. Hell yeah, it is. I'm Amy. I'm Lexi. And this is... Confessions of Retail. All, All the, the tea. <laughs> and um, we might have broke the internet. Um, Amy, you definitely broke the internet. <laughs> what do you mean, girl? <laughs> I, that was... Hold on. I want to talk about how good you did. Okay. Hold on. Just, just give me a second, okay? All right. All right. First off, the post has been seen by over 6 million people. It has. Um, our page went from about 200 likes to about 3,000 likes. Like overnight. In, in a matter of, it was less than two days. It was. So it has been shared over 60,000 times. That's insane. It was crazy. That's insane. And it has how many freaking comments? Like um, Almost 8,000. Yeah. We cannot even keep up with all of the comments. My phone has been going off the hook for two days, Lexi. What about yours? Uh, Yeah, it won't quit. <laughs> I've silenced my Facebook app because it won't shut up. It's just like, hey, ping, hey, ping, hey, by the way, a ping. <laughs> I called you and I was like, um, I might have done a thing. <laughs> Lexi's like, what did you do? <laughs> like, that could go one of many ways when I call her and tell her that. <laughs> and I was like, ah, uh, you might want to check the page. <laughs> it was funny. It was crazy. She was like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> she literally broke it. I broke she says new high score what does that that mean mean? did i break it (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) i think i deserved to get a cv radio for my car bed okay well i'll look into it and talk to my roommates (laughs) (laughs) so we just wanted to say hi to any of our potential new listeners because we know that some of you have come to listen so hello hello welcome to the shit show here we are. Back Ching! at it again. Sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> but so anyway, fucking coronavirus. It's insane it's right crazy. now. crazy. The kids are out of school. I am not out of work. No, no. Retail rolls on. <laughs> never stops for nothing. Never stops, never stopping. <laughs> Even for a pandemic. <laughs> I feel like that's the wrong side of the line you want to be on, you know? When we, when we look back in history, we're going to be like, oh, look, Business X didn't close for the pandemic. Right. Mm. So I see it one of two <laughs> ways. I definitely see it that way for sure. As an employee standpoint, I'm looking at it as us having to stay at work means that the company is more worried about money than our health than our well-being yep but from a customer standpoint if all of the stores close 
I'm freaking out. Right? Like, what are your options? Um, Our local Wally Worlds have limited hours now. Don't even get me started on the limited hours, Lexi. <laughs> okay, so there's limited hours and... <laughs> And um, you can only buy limited quantities of things, but that's only if you're lucky enough because all the fucking shelves are empty. I know, right? But no, I just think it's hilarious that they're like, we're going to shorten our hours and we're going to close at six or seven or whatever time, right? And I'm like, oh, because you're immune from the coronavirus between the hours of nine and six, like what? <laughs> we said, hold on, time out, diseases. You can't come here. We are busy. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope, not until after we 6 p.m. We got toilet paper to stock, bitch. <laughs> Look. Wait, that's Wait. not how any of this works. You hear this? That's the good stuff. That's the good, good. That's the brand new. That's that Charmin Ultra Soft. <laughs> <laughs> we got the goods. We're like fucking drug dealers with toilet paper <laughs> that's ridiculous dude oh my god okay you guys <laughs> i feel so bad for you that work in grocery stores seriously i feel awful for you it's it looks insane yes well from yeah from somebody on the outside looking in I totally, totally, totally feel awful for you guys. I know you guys are tired. I know you guys are just sick and tired of people snapping at you for things that are outside of your control and running people like grabbing all of the stuff for no fucking reason. Okay, so I was at the store yesterday and I was just getting my grocery. I, I... tried to put off getting groceries as long as I could because I needed to get groceries before the world started shutting down, right? Right. I was waiting for my day off, and my day off was yesterday. (laughs) When the world started shutting down. (laughs) The world started shutting down on Saturday. My, I needed groceries on Monday. (laughs) Um, So I went to the grocery store in our small town, like my little sleepy small town. You know, and it's fucking jam-packed on a Monday in the morning, like crazy busy. And um, I was just walking around, weaving through all of these people, just trying to avoid people as much as possible. But it's <laughs> kind of hard at this point. There's people down every single fucking aisle. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. When it gets too people-y and I'm not, like, mentally prepared for it. You know, like, you go to concerts and stuff. You mentally prepare yourself. You get ready. You know know that you're not going to have a personal bubble. But when you're not ready for it. (laughs) Mm. um, So I'm walking through the grocery store and there's a whole bunch of them out there doing the click lists. Right, because people are ordering their groceries instead of coming in to get them, mm-hmm. which I mean is a better idea. It's I, it's more ideal. But so one of the little girls, I'm like, "How are you guys? Are you guys doing okay?" And she looks at me, and again, we live in a small town. She's like, "I have over seventy two orders due today," 
we usually get maybe 30 on a Monday. Wow. That's more than double what they normally get on a Monday. Wow. That's insane. And and there and she said so far I haven't had to have any substitutions today, but it's been crazy. And I was like, well, um Godspeed. Hopefully everybody's nice to you today. <laughs> Seriously though. And then as I'm checking out, I ask the cashier and the girl that's helping bag i'm like how are you guys doing and the girl that's bagging she's like a front-end supervisor and she was like i've already got cussed out once today Mm. and i was like for what what happened and and she was like the carts we can't keep up with the carts people like are just leaving carts all over the place not even taking them to the cart corrals you know, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I just can't keep carts in the store fast enough. And I'm like, and people are yelling, at, like cussing at you because of it. <laughs> like, is that necessary to right. cuss out somebody for something that, wait, so you're upset because there's no carts because there's too many people? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. like, it's not her fault. It's not the, it's not the employee's fault that there are no carts. And then there was this lady that had brought in, like, she had three kids with her. And um, there's a freaking limit. There's a limit on toilet paper and paper towels and wipes, right? You know, like, there's a limit on things right now. Yeah. And it says, like, three per, uh, per customer. And so she, like, grabbed all of the rest of the toilet paper and paper towels that were on the shelves and put them all in her cart. And then her oldest son pointed out that it was three per customer. And she was like, and I have one, two, three, four customers here. We're going to do four separate transactions. Wow. Like, seriously? Wow. And I'm talking like it was kids ranging from like 20 down to like six. So she had like three kids with her and she was going to have each of them run up separate transactions to buy up all of the toilet paper and paper towels. Like other people don't need paper towels and toilet paper right now, you know, and I just don't understand why everybody's buying up all the toilet paper. It's really, really stupid. (laughs) That's it. That's the answer. When I went to the grocery store yesterday, I come back and my husband was like, you didn't get any toilet paper? And I was like, well, we don't need any toilet paper right now. Plus, I couldn't because the lady took it all. <laughs> <laughs> Sips tea, but that's that's not my business. <laughs> We're good on toilet paper for at least another Dude. couple of days. <laughs> so I just bought a 12-pack and me and the boys will be fine right? for the next couple of weeks. Right. Like, why are people, people are buying like hundreds of rolls at a time. Yeah. If you use that much toilet paper, I am really concerned for your health. You need to be going to the doctor. Put the whole (laughs) pandemic aside. There's some other shit you're dealing with, clearly. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, so work, huh? Yeah, work. So, Lexi, how was work? (laughs) Um... So, before everything started shutting down, okay, right, um, I learned how the merchant side of DoorDash works. 
Let me tell you, it is worse than what we have to deal with on our side. Holy shit, dude. Um, I go to pick up an order. It's a pizza order, and it's at a pizza store, but it's a really small one, right? There's like three employees. So the guy says that because they're part of this chain, they have to keep up and accommodate for orders, like mobile orders, even though they don't even make that much money from like local customers coming in. Okay. So they're basically an online pizza store. <laughs> like really. Um anyway, so he says that they updated the system for merchants for DoorDash, right? And so what they do is you have 60 seconds to accept the order, right? Right. And then 60, 60 I get 30. No, no, no. For the merchants, they get 60 oh, seconds to accept okay, okay. the order and then they get a phone call. Within that same 60 seconds to verbally confirm the order. Huh. So they get five orders. They get five phone calls. And at first, I could, I was like, oh, that doesn't seem like it's that bad. I watched this man get so fucking mad. Because <laughs> he's like, they're trying to make like eight different orders between three people. Right. And so they're busy trying to do this, and he has to keep stopping, taking off his gloves, going over, hitting accept order, taking the phone call oh and telling God. him accept order, washing his hands, going back, putting on gloves, making maybe another step of the process, oh. and then repeat. I was like, you poor fucking soul. You're like, you want me to answer the phone for you? <laughs> oh, my God. I was ready to. I was like, you poor thing. I got this. <laughs> Tell me what so, you want me to say. <laughs> He he literally took three orders down in the time that I waited for my, like, my pizza came out of the oven. <laughs> and then, like, he gets it, he puts it down. And then he has to go and accept an order. <laughs> and then he cuts it. And then he has to go and accept an order. <laughs> oh and then God. he gets it in the pizza box. And he doesn't close the box. He goes and accepts another order. And then... And you're like, ah. I know. Dude, the whole time, I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Almost. See, I almost got it. Like that, that <laughs> Geico, Geico commercial. commercial. Oh, you almost got almost it. Almost there. <laughs> oh, so... That was fun. <laughs> for um, you. No, oh, my gosh. Not for him. I felt so bad for him, dude. He literally... <laughs> I've never seen someone aggressively tap an accept order <laughs> button at like that. Like he was like, just fucking accept. Like, <laughs> yeah, you tell that tablet. <laughs> so now our current crisis, COVID nineteen. Yes. Um. So DoorDash started doing COVID nineteen. No context. Quote, quote, unquote, protocols, okay? So they explain how to wash your hands, which you should have been doing the whole time. Yes. And Can we talk Carrie, about that? Oh, I don't even want to. <laughs> the uh, extreme surge in soap and <laughs> antibacterial anythings, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, reveals how musty America has been living. Okay, okay, can we also talk about the fact that everybody's buying up all the hand sanitizer and not the soap? Y yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should probably talk about that. You guys, 
It's not a replacement. It's an, an addition. Okay, you add it to. You don't replace one for the other. Ew. Wash your hands. It's like, it's mm. none of my business, though. I'm going to go sipping my tea with my clean hands because I used soap and hand sanitizer. Sips very clean tea. All right, let's move on. So, now... I got my very first no contact delivery. And what that means is you take the delivery to the front door of the person, you ring the doorbell, and then you leave. <laughs> it's I have like wanted never... doorbell. Ding dong ditch. <laughs> Dude, I've never been paid to ding dong ditch somebody before. <laughs> it is nice. Well, what's funny was okay, so like I went to this lady's house and I put the food down and I did the the ding dong the ding dong right <laughs> it's an eye ring so it's got the fucking camera oh. that comes on as soon as you ring the doorbell and i'm just like mm, and i walk Hello. out <laughs> and then as i got into the my vehicle the lady's at the door waving <laughs> hi at me like thanks and i'm like this is so fucking weird <laughs> she's like thanks for ding dong ditching me you're welcome lady anytime i've been practicing since second grade <laughs> It was so surreal. Waited my whole life for this. <laughs> but the other thing that's come with the COVID-19 crisis is the shutdown. I want to talk about this because day one of the shutdown has already affected me. And I hope that things can <clears throat> turn around. I hope that anybody who's being affected by not being able to work is able to find some kind of solution for that because that is... The biggest threat right now for us right. is just survival, which is crazy. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Right. But a lot of so, us rely on, you know, a lot of us live paycheck to paycheck. And if things shut down, then we don't get paychecks. Yeah. And that is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That is so terrifying. Um, so DoorDash is still up and running, but most restaurants are closed with the exception of takeout and delivery. Most people don't want to go out. So they're not ordering takeout. They're ordering delivery. Or, so I thought, um, I went out uh, this past Monday. And I dashed for several hours. And I only got two orders. In four hours. That was so insane. I was like, oh, man, please don't let this be a prediction for the future. More people are realizing that DoorDash is still a thing and that it's not the end of the world. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a little bug. we got to float it out, you guys. It's been pretty slow. Yeah. It's been wild. <clears throat> it's been wild and, yeah, crazy. Um, What about you, Amy? How's work been? <laughs> Well, okay, so yes, before the world shut down, <laughs> before the apocalypse, <laughs> um, I was dashing, I, I dashed outside of my town. Normally, I was just staying in, in my little town and just running around there, right? But one night, I decided to venture out to a big, big city. I went... I went north, and uh, it's a campus town. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think she's crazy. 
<laughs> and it was quite different than what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, you know, like the people are feral in my town for sure, but man, oh, no, when you still... add campus. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this town, this city, it, it's a it's a big campus. First of all, it's a it's a top ten university. You just want uh, to say um, it. You just want to say it. Nope. <laughs> not gonna say what it is. If you it's guys know, you know. Not what I'm gonna say. <laughs> if you know, you know. Just call me Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. Um. Anyway, so it's a big city. One half of it is campus and the other half is not. <laughs> yep. On the campus side, it's crazy <laughs> because it's all kids that ha are from other areas. You know, like half of the campus might be local kids, maybe. But I don't think half. I, think I don't think half than... either, for sure. Maybe a fourth, like a quarter of the kids. Maybe. I'll give it a quarter. Anyway. I'll give it a quarter. <laughs> So the rest of it is all kids that are not from here, you know, not even from this country usually, <laughs> and definitely not from this state. Um, so they don't know anything about the the towny side, <laughs> man. <laughs> and the townies are feral, super feral, super feral. <laughs> Ooh. Um, we have townies listening. Hey. <laughs> Finger guns. We used to be townies ourselves. <laughs> Still mildly feral. We try to keep ourselves contained for the most part. <laughs> anyway, so I'm grown. I'm a 32-year-old ass woman. To a mom of two. I haven't been on campus since I was 22 years old maybe <laughs> and a lot has changed on that campus since i used to roam that campus and i've grown and aged and it made me realize that when i went over on campus <laughs> you're like whoa i got called ma'am by a college kid and i was like instantly offended you're like bro i'm one of you <laughs> Oh my god, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not one of you. I'm a ma'am. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's ma'am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> that was fun. Um, there was this car on the townie side. On the townie <laughs> side. Not on the campus side. There was this car on the townie side that... It was like a beat up, rusty Ford Taurus. All right. And in the back of this Ford Taurus is a fucking pile of creepy ass porcelain dolls. Oh, mm mm. I'm like talking not just like a couple on top of each other. I'm saying like a mound, like their entire back seat was porcelain doll mound. What? I don't know. They and like some of them had hair, some of them didn't, some of them were missing eyes, some of them had clothes, some of them didn't have clothes. Like it was just a fucking shit ton of creepy ass dolls. That's terrifying. I would have burnt the car. It was just like it was at the mall parking lot, you know, so somebody's driving around with all these fucking dolls in their car. <laughs> 
That's Why? A yikes for me, dude. <laughs> big yikes for me, bro. <laughs> e. I, you know how I am about dolls. I know how you are. Yeah, I know how you are. <laughs> so I have this fun little Captain Spaulding doll, and Amy was pissed. She was like, "I don't want to see it." <laughs> she hated that it was in the house. She hated it. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm, it does not leave your closet. <laughs> you better keep it in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't do dolls. They creep me out. So when I parked next to the fucking porcelain doll slaughterhouse, like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm just gonna keep going. I'm just gonna go, just go. <laughs> I am going now. <laughs> yeah, it was a yikes and a half. <laughs> hey, yeah, remind me about um, rape row, <laughs> whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah, you called me and you told me that you had something to tell me on pod, and I was like, I do too. Don't let me forget to tell you about rape row. <laughs> she <laughs> said, Oh. <laughs> Well, I won't forget that. <laughs> yeah. So I was on the townie side, and it was 1130 at night. Oh, and why that's... would you do that to yourself? <laughs> that's when it starts I don't crazy. like danger. I just like to be in dangerous areas at dangerous times. <laughs> Finger guns. I'm invincible, though. <laughs> Yikes, bro. Be careful. So that's I, when things are really feral. <laughs> <laughs> so I just did the E40 thing. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I'd gotten this McDonald's order. And first of all, this kind of town is a town that the McDonald's is not 24 hours. Like it closes down at 10 and you, you have to go through the drive through after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's that kind of a place. <laughs> so i'd gotten the mcdonald's order and i swipe that i got it and then it you know pulls up maps to show to tell me where to go and i get there and it's this apartment um well it's like a it's a neighborhood full of like duplexes okay so i pull up to the house and there are no fucking lights on. It's pitch black. Like, pitch black. I can only see whatever my headlights light up, right? And I notice that it is a duplex, but this duplex, the two front, the two doors aren't right next to each other. The front door for one is in the front, and then the other for the other apartment is around back. Oh. And there are no fucking lights on. Ugh. I hate that. So I was like, um, this I'm not very comfortable with this. It's eleven thirty at night and it's pitch black and yeah. I'm delivering, you know, to a complete stranger and the door for their house is around back. Yeah. Like it's no, I'm not walking back there. I'm not leaving my car. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I might open 
the window to hand you your food. <laughs> but I'm not getting out of my car. <laughs> I'm not walking down Rape Row. <laughs> no thanks. Mm -mm. To walk around back for you to like open your door and snatch me up and put me in your torture room. <laughs> we know you got one though. <laughs> so I try and call and they don't answer. So then I text and he doesn't answer. <clears throat> so DoorDash tells me to just put it where I feel comfortable with putting it and take a picture and, you know, it'll send it to the customer, right? So I did that. <laughs> I literally set it right in front, right underneath where their address was. And I took a picture so that way you could see the address in the picture and the food right under the address. <laughs> and I was like, all right, there it is. <laughs> and it sends it to him. Um, but then like after I do that and I drive off, the guy calls me and he says, oh, it's okay. You can just bring the food around to the back. And I said, no, I'm not coming around back. <laughs> like, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm not coming around there <laughs> and bringing you your food. I don't feel comfortable with that. And it's around front if you want it. <laughs> it's not my fault if your ice cream is melted. I tried to call you, but you didn't answer me and made me stay here for 10 minutes. So <laughs> if your ice cream is melted, sorry about you. Finger guns. <laughs> I don't know if he was just, a, I don't know if he was a creep or if he was just somebody trying to get free food or what, but it was a whole sketchy situation that I wasn't putting myself in. You're like, mm -mm. no, not doing it. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, that's that was my encounter <laughs> with the townies. With the townies, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> All right. So does that mean that we are moving on to in the news? Yes, we sure are. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Amy, what uh, what's your article this week? All right. My news article comes from CNN. Distilleries are making hand sanitizer with their in-house alcohol and giving it out for free. That is a sweet, sweet thing they're doing. So, it says, hand sanitizer is a hot commodity right now. We all know the advice. Wash your hands often with soap and water to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. When you can't, use hand sanitizer. But actually finding hand sanitizer anywhere is another story. Bottles mm -hmm. of Purell and other sanitizers are far and few between on store shelves, and if you do manage to come across a solution with at least 60% alcohol, chances are it has a hefty price tag. Enter liquor distilleries. Distilleries are stepping in to help combat the hand sanitizer shortage by using the alcohol in their facilities to create their own alcohol-based solutions. Some are packaging it in small bottles, while others are encouraging people to bring in their own containers for refills. Old Fourth Distillery in Atlanta started making hand sanitizer and distributing it for free on Thursday. Due to the recent reports of outages and low supply in our community, we have decided to provide hand sanitizer free of charge to anyone in need. 
made with aloe vera and 95% ethanol. Aww. This is no substitute for washing your hands. Yep. But in a pinch, it will get the job done. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but even that's run out. Old Forest Distillery Solution has been so popular that by Saturday, its supply of homemade hand sanitizer had been cleared out. The business said in another Instagram post that it was expecting another shipment of ingredients on Monday and re resume production after. Moonrise, Moonrise Distillery in Clayton, Georgia is making hand sanitizer using botanical gin infused with natural aloe vera. Ooh. This sounds nice. <laughs> sounds real nice. <laughs> we are a community of huggers and handshakers, and we want to do our part to keep that warmth around, but be safe in a matter as possible. Right. But in as safe a manner as possible. There we go. There Words. You go. You got it. <laughs> um. While washing hands with soap and water remains the best solution. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, do I keep highlighting this? I'm loving that I'm just reading what it says, but yes, it's it's also highlighting. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. We hope this hand the sanitizer will help when that is not possible. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> But both Old Forth Distillery and Moonrise Distillery said they were accepting donations to offset the costs of making the hand sanitizers. Hmm. That's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, Durham Distillery in Durham, North Carolina is helping out its colleagues in the hospitality industry who are in need of sanitizing solution. The distillery developed a sanitizing solution of about 70% ethanol and distilled water and is donating it to hospitality workers so that they can wipe down high-touch services like door handles and sink faucets. Nice. So that's very nice for the distilleries to make their own hand sanitizer and give it out to people. That is really nice. That's a noble effort in the craziness. That's sweet. Yeah. Mine is not sweet. <laughs> oh. All right, are you ready? Yep, I am ready for this. <laughs> so, um, mine is from WTHR, and uh, it's titled, Fight at Sam's Club Escalates When Shoppers Strike Each Other with Wine Bottles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, you. I, I Okay, before even hearing this article, I'm just saying, I'm imagining two women going at it wanting the wine okay when i first saw the headliner i thought the same thing it's not <clears throat> here in georgia a shopper had to be taken out of a busy sam's club on a stretcher after a fight broke out on thursday <laughs> in georgia <clears throat> according to police officers were called around 5 30 p.m to the store off jimmy lee smith parkway because of a fight when officers arrived, with the help of Paulding County Sheriff's deputies, they found two men with injuries and a crowd gathered. Police quickly debunked the rumors on Friday that the incident was related to an argument over water, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, <laughs> and other supplies sought in connection to the concerns over coronavirus. The store, along with other retail... Uh, sorry... 
The store, along with other retailers across the metro, have been extremely crowded as families look to get food and supplies. According to police, a man had been navigating the aisles in a motorized shopping cart when he bumped into another group's shopping cart. A female in that group slapped the man's hand, <laughs> apparently accusing him of ramming her shopping cart while her child was inside. The man in the motorized cart began to back away, according to police, but the female and another man reapproached him, escalating the confrontation further. The man in the motorized cart told police he grabbed a wine bottle to Oof. initially defend himself. <laughs> Dude, what is that, Trina? I don't fight. I, I don't, don't argue. I, I just bust hit. that bitch with a bottle. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? He said, fight me, bitch. <laughs> He said, in defense. <laughs> he says, all right, so uh, to initially defend himself from the two. The other male also grabbed a wine bottle, and the two men began striking one another with the bottles, they said. The altercation continued after the bottles were broken, causing lacerations to both parties. In addition to the altercation ending on the ground with both parties fighting among the broken glass, police said in a statement, they said bystanders assisted in separating the parties until police arrived. Uh, the situation. <laughs> this is a shit show. <laughs> this is a shit show. Uh, the situation, police said, is under investigation. However, criminal charges have been prepared for all three involved. The two men were treated for non-life-threatening injuries, and a video is circulating on social media that showed a man being taken away on a stretcher. Yes. <laughs> we, wa we we watched that one. It did. the The video that we seen was very short, though, and and it had already been done. Mm -hmm. Like whatever had happened, it was just finishing, and all you do is see them like getting taken away, one of them on a stretcher. Yeah, that's my article. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit show, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe he grabbed. He's like, I grabbed the wine bottle to defend myself. <laughs> This cop's looking at you like, no, the fuck you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. All right. So before we get into movie reviews, uh, we'd like to take a minute to talk about a podcast. Yay. We haven't done a promo yet in season two. We have not done a promo in season two. So we're going to kick start with one that I... I just want to say real quick, I love the name. Um, it is called Between Lewis and Lovecraft. Yes. I am a <laughs> book collector, okay? I'm going to eventually have a whole library. <laughs> so a book-based podcast is 100% of Lexi's Alley. And it's a fun book-based podcast. They're fun. They have all kinds of fun over there. Oh, they do. They're all the <laughs> jokes. So we're going to go ahead and plug in their promo here for you guys to listen. And if you like it, go and find them on any podcast directories. Yeah, check them out. I am so proud to present Between Lewis and Lovecraft. This show is all about learning more about the authors that have inspired us and diving into the stories that they not only created, but lived as well. So join us as we explore the worlds that are just out of reach. Megan just said, uh-oh, in the background. <laughs> so, uh, C.S. Lewis liked to spank. He was a spanker. <laughs> Amy takes the headphones <laughs> off. <laughs> because, spoiler alert, the cats eat 
the couple who went around killing cats. Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> Rest assured. Cthulhu is not a metaphor for Jesus dying. Lovecraft just walking around like, Wimple, 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 wimple. I don't think that's what his accent was like. It was probably pretentious and British. <laughs> he said he did not want to write, quote, lies to try to trick the enemy. I'm like, oh, my man Lewis being principled. And, <laughs> and he probably was like, Sonia, I got this. <laughs> I've read, I've read 1001 Rape Nights, and she's like, God, no, no, <laughs> that's not. Let's see if I can do a Lovecraft. He's just dripping with uh, evil intention, with uh, abundant ferocity and viscous of the mind. I don't know. That's Ew. my best Lovecraft off the top of my head. So now, movies. <laughs> yeah. Pan right. Amy steps in. Cue singing. And here's what we think about shit we watched. Yeah. All right. So, my first movie, Amy. Would not watch this one. I would not. It's Charlie's Angels. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Kristen Stewart, blah, whatever. Anyways, so that aside, okay, that that part aside, I thought it was actually pretty good. It did know, not take like... away from the original in any way, shape, or form. It was like a branch off, not necessarily a sequel, but like a, a branch off of the original uh, so like elizabeth banks just happens to be a woman named bosley but um she, no it's a rank they even talk about it Bo- they even talk about Bosley's her. a rank not a name bosley is the rank i didn't know that yeah i thought it's just his name <laughs> nope bosley is a rank and charlie is like is that a real thing or did they just make it a thing i don't know <laughs> We'll never know. <laughs> okay, so um, first off, when this movie starts, it's like this whole fucking video montage of girls just doing awesome shit all around the world, different sports, different accomplishments. It's amazing. It's like the most like heart pumping five minutes of an <laughs> intro you're like yeah who run Get this lit. mother yeah Girls, we run this mother yeah see like it just immediately you get amped up you're like yes bitch i do yes. like, i i am digging the soundtrack on the previews like all the previews have really good music i'm like i'm digging this soundtrack so <laughs> i'm not gonna get into the storyline it's good but i can tell you that patrick stewart is in it i seen him on the preview um, my favorite out of context moment in this whole movie is Patrick Stewart laughing about a man falling out of a cupboard. <laughs> like a man, the the it's like a wardrobe, right? The doors get opened and this dude just like collapses out of it, and he just laughs, laughs maniacally. <laughs> um, there were so many fucking random female leads. Throughout the movie, like, out of nowhere, not even to do with the original Charlie's Angels, although they made an appearance, too. <laughs> mm. Which yeah. ones are you talking about, though? 
Are you talking about all of them? Like from the original and also from Cameron Diaz yeah. and yes. Drew Barrymore? Yes, they have the original, original Angel. Right. Do they have Drew Barrymore on it? Uh, no, no, no. Um, they were in pictures with Patrick Stewart. Like that's uh. that's how they got brought in. <laughs> but um, I forget her name. But yeah, um, no, it was amazing. You, if you can get past the Kristen Stewart thing, I don't know. I give it four out of five pews. Okay, pew 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 <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> You're like, pew pew. Everybody gonna die. Pew pew. Oh, and uh. <laughs> I wanted to quote a moment from the movie too. All right. Um, not going to say who or what or where or when. <laughs> so this guy asks the girl, he says, Did you do that? And she says, Yeah, I think he finally got the point, gesturing at a very dead person. <laughs> and then another one of the girls says, Is that a pun? Because you impaled him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So my first movie review is Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I loved it. First of all, don't watch it if you're easily offended. Okay. <laughs> you hear us? You hear us right now? <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's a movie basically poking fun at Hitler and, and, and Nazis and so on. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning it's not serious, you guys take no, a joke. No, no, no. It's it's funny. It's got Rebel Wilson in it. Mm-hmm. And my fucking favorite, I love him so much, Sam Rockwell. Yes. I fucking love him. He's the best. <laughs> He's amazing. And um who else? Oh, Scarlett Johansson. You know. My my hubby's other wife. (laughs) Yeah. You know. He's got his main wife and his side wife and and his famous wife. (laughs) Anyway, but so this little kid, everybody calls him Jojo. And um, he's trying to be this hardcore good soldier. Um, but he's just like he's too kind-hearted, you know. He mm-hmm. can't he can't be a killing machine, and and he has an imaginary friend. Ask me who his imaginary friend is, Lexi. Is his imaginary friend Hitler? His imaginary friend is Hitler. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what do you want to do today, Hitler? <laughs> Kill Jews? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. It is the best like it's got a lot of dark humor in it a lot of just it's it's super silly husband and i laughed i think i enjoyed it a bit more than he did but he definitely liked it i give it four out of five pews also so my second movie review is uncut gems yep that was a movie was it though (laughs) um okay to be fair to, to be, be fair. fair. <laughs> um, she did warn me. Where do I even start? I okay. Um, I don't know. This movie was impossible 
all it really gave me was anxiety. I know, right? Um, it it's has like impossible to follow. There's too much shit going on. It's hectic in every like different place that Adam Sandler goes, and because of that, it's hard to grasp the actual story from the situation because yeah, it's just like one thing to the next thing to the next thing. It's too it's got, much. It's got Adam Sandler in it, and it's got Adina, you know, Elsa. <laughs> it's got Elsa in it. <laughs> Adina Menzel or however you say her last name I'm sorry <laughs> I just know you as Elsa <laughs> actually to be fair I also know you from Rent <laughs> so <laughs> you're like one did come first but uh... I knew you from Rent first but I know you as Elsa because I have two daughters <laughs> yep um, but yeah she's in it she's his wife it My... was weird it was just so crazy hectic like if there was no breathing room there was no room for you to breathe so i found myself my husband and i we were both watching it i found myself like holding my breath sometimes because i just couldn't fucking breathe there was because of how fast the movie was there was just way too much shit it happening. was too too just like yes it just, it just went and went and went and went like Adam Sandler's character, you know, he's Jewish and and he's a jeweler and and he's got a gambling problem and he's just fast, fast. Everything, like, always reacting, never thinking. And, yeah, it gave me crazy anxiety. Yeah, there was just so much going on. I mean, so he played a serious role and as far as, like, him becoming this character and he being believable, yeah, I, I, he did it. He did that damn thing. He played a serious role. But not that he hasn't before. Not that he hasn't before. But this but the was movie a... itself was a train wreck. I I give it two out of five pews. I turned and it being, off. And that's being breathe. generous. <laughs> They're pity pews, honestly. Yeah. And that's because pew, pew. Adam Sandler did good, right? The story was just too fucking much. It was too much. So two pews. It's like pew pew. What's that? Is this too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's too much. I couldn't breathe. It was. Yeah. It was just too hectic. I think my husband and I made it about halfway through. <laughs> I think I made it almost all the way through before I finally also cut the movie. I out. remember telling you about it, and you're because you got it, and I'm like, just so you know, and I gave you a, I gave you a warning, and then you texted me. You're like, I see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. So my other movie review is Bombshell. Oh my gosh, I want to see that one so bad. It's so good. It's got Charlize Theron in it and Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman and um John Lithgow. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. He plays Roger Ayers. The the dude that created Fox News. So it's really <laughs> weird seeing him in a fat suit. <laughs> like, I didn't recognize him at first. And as I was going and I'm looking, I was like, is that? I look at my husband. I was like, is that John Lithgow? And he's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and so then I had to Google because I always have. I'll be laying in bed watching movies and I always have to Google. Um, But so... I googled, and it sure was, John Lithgow in a fat suit. <laughs> so, Bombshell was a fantastic movie. It definitely shined light on um, sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah. Um, it's all about the 
reporter that um like news anchor i guess she's a news anchor not a reporter or she's both i don't know (laughs) anyway so she worked for fox news and per fox news policy you can't sue fox news you have to go through an arbitrator if you ever have issues right but roger is like a serial sexual harasser like he sexually harasses all of the women that he hires like he only hires pretty girls with legs you know and he makes all of them like hike up the skirts and show them or 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 do sexual favors if they want to advance anywhere things like that so she uh Instead of trying to sue Fox News, she sued him as a person. She found a <laughs> loophole. <laughs> oh. But uh, it, it's a really, really, really good movie just shining light on all of that that happened. I give that five pews. <laughs> it's very good. Pew, 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 pew. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it tea time Ooh, it is tea time clink okay our first tea time since the world ended oh <laughs> it's the end of, of the, the world, world as we know it <laughs> <laughs> okay so um <sighs> do you want to go first sure i'll go first did you go yeah yeah you go first all right um My first one is called Got Threatened for the First Time in Five Years. (laughs) (laughs) State store worker, we are shutting down tomorrow night for an undetermined amount of time. It's been insane. My shelves are empty. The lines do not go down and the people are assholes. Mm. (laughs) This dumb motherfucker comes up to me (laughs) while I'm running carts. (laughs) not exaggerating, (laughs) back to their spot and asks me how long the wait is. At this point, the line goes from the registers to the back of the store to the corner, then to the door. Oof. How long do you think it is? (laughs) (laughs) I tell him I have no clue. Then he scoffs and goes and gets some god-awful vodka, and I go back to work. Not even one minute later, he's at the front of the line. And of fucking course, I get him next up. And I'm part-time, but I shift run when needed, so I feel some responsibility to be some level of authority when I have to. So I call him on it. He says, first time he says, he knows people in the line. Um, <laughs> do you now? So just because you know people in the line, you're allowed to cut all these other people that are patiently waiting their fucking turn? <laughs> anyway, so I say that doesn't matter and him and his girlfriend need to get back in line. Then he tried, I have asthma and I'm having an attack and need to get home. I say that's tough, but that doesn't mean that you're special enough to cut. I also have asthma myself, you dumbass. We don't just leave the inhaler at home. He then scoffs and says, really, dude? And I say, yes, go get in line. He finally leaves after telling me, if I see you outside, I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) Wow. Not an hour later, he sends in his girlfriend. And at this point, I'm so busy, I don't care. 
I just let her wait the 20 minutes in line, not exaggerating at all, and let her get the one shit vodka on another register, then she leaves without a word to me. Okay, fine, situation over. One minute later, the guy takes a cart from another store and slams it into the glass right next to my register from outside. I give him a look of, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I still have 50 50 plus people in line, so I can't exactly go tell him to fuck off right now. So I just ignore it and see him laugh and laugh all the way to his car and pull away. Uh Uh-uh. Retail employees are dealing with a lot of fucking shit right now. So much shit right now. It's really awful that that guy decided that he was so special that he could just cut everybody to buy his shitty vodka. (laughs) You ain't special. Get your ass in line and wait your turn. Yank. Yank. (laughs) Yar and yank. Yar or yank. It's not and, it's or. Either yar or yank. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So my first story is titled Guest apparently doesn't understand what closed means. Oh, Jesus. They never do. (laughs) They never do. So my hotel is roughly six and a half miles away from a famous park that was just recently closed due to the virus. My hotel partners with the park and we sell tickets for them as a perk slash incentive to stay with us as we do get a lot of guests that book with us just with the intention of going to said park. Now, keep in mind again that the park is closed so this guest calls and i do my spiel thank you for calling blah 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 how can i direct your call guest responds asking for the front desk and i inform him that that's who he was speaking with (laughs) so they said well i'm planning on taking my family to that famous park next week and i see that your hotel sells tickets to the famous park is that correct so i tell him The park had told us when they closed that we were not to sell tickets. Our manager even told us that if a guest insists on buying, that we direct them to the park's website. And I say, yes, sir, that is correct. However, we are not selling tickets at this time as the park is closed. So he says, what do you mean the park is closed? How can they shut down an entire theme park? They can't do that. That's illegal. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So I say, sir. The park is closed because the governor has declared a state of emergency due to the coronavirus in places that occupy 250 people or more are to be closed until further notice. So the guest says, well, I hardly see what this has to do with the park being closed. I think you're lying to me because you just don't want to sell me tickets. What is your name? I'm going to report you and your hotel to the corporate office and have you shut down. Right? (laughs) So I say, sir, allow me to direct you to their website. They will be able to provide you with more information. So then he says, I don't need any more information. What I need is some goddamn tickets. Now sell them to me. Jesus fucking Christ. No. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I would have hung up, like, Mm -hmm. honestly. Uh, Now, one thing to note, all ticket purchases through us have to be done in person or on property. In person on property. (laughs) we can't do them over the phone. So I say, sir, even if I could sell tickets right now, I would not be able to. All ticket transactions have to be done in person. 
So he says, you know what? This is bullshit. All I want is to take my family to a famous park. Why can't you fucking help me, you asshole? Uh, At this point, geez. I'm just fed up. <laughs> so I say, sir, the park is closed. Go on their website and look for yourself. Goodbye, sir. He says, fuck you. And I say, thank you. Click. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my goodness. I would have. People are crazy. I would have ended that phone call a lot sooner. <laughs> I would have been like, park's closed. Beep. <laughs> and I go, fuck yourself. <laughs> and go, fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, Amy, what's your second story? <laughs> I just need to rant. So this is a rant. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Where I live, our governor enforced a curfew for 8 p.m. My store has to have everyone out by 7.30 p.m. to make sure our associates and customers get home safe and are out of the store. At 7.25, a woman comes in as I'm talking to two customers about the hour change, and I quickly, yet politely, say, Hey, we're closing in five minutes. This lady ignores me and goes about her shopping. It's 7.34, and I go in the back aisle and politely say, I don't want to seem like I'm rushing you, but because of this curfew, our company needs everyone out by 7.30 to, and this lady, this piece of fucking shit lady, <laughs> cuts me off and starts screaming at me how I am rushing her, and I am a disgusting excuse of a retail employee, and she demands to speak to the manager. Bitch, wow. I am the fucking manager. <laughs> Sparkle. <laughs> I smile so big and clench my teeth so hard that they are about to break and tell her I'm the manager and I am just enforcing what my company and the governor are telling me. I remind her that, again, I'm not rushing her and she goes back and forth screaming at me, calling me these disgusting names and starts mocking me. At this point, I had enough. I've been dealing with shitty people all day, and it's time for all my associates to go home, and I tell her to leave. She grabs a bunch of shit off the shelf and continues screaming at me as she walks to the front. She dumps her 50 cans of cat food on the belt and continues on her toxic bullshit, claiming that there was no sign after I told her I wrote one and there's one taped on the door. Her excuse was, I was standing in front of the one I wrote out, but I just reminded this self-entitled bitch that there is a nice, beautiful sign on the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> she demanded for corporate's number. Yep, no problem. Here you go. Glad you're starting shit with a retail employee instead of worrying about the virus and being so beyond selfish about and having so many people suffer because of you. After her, after ringing her up, she goes, hope you don't get pulled over for driving past eight, all shitty. Like, bro, it's not even like I give a shit about that. I didn't make these fucking rules, you piece of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you. <laughs> I literally can't deal with this anymore. Oh my gosh, dude. We hear you. Seriously. We oh. feel so bad for you guys. We know that this is a time of crisis and everybody is 
freaking out and on edge. You know, the customers are on edge because the world is also up in like it's like a giant shrug right now. Like we're uh-huh. just like. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the world was one big shrug. 2020. <laughs> you heard it first. You heard it here first, you guys. Amy said it. The world is a giant shrug. <laughs> <laughs> um. So with that, um, we want to hear from you guys. If you guys have anything to say about all of this that has to do with the coronavirus, or if you even just have stories that you want to tell, and um, so I set us up a Google number. And you guys can leave voicemails and we can pay, play them on the podcast. The number is 317-426-7829. Woo! Say it again. 317-426-7829. Woo! <laughs> One more time. 317-426-7829. Woo! <laughs> fucking woo mate (laughs) all right you guys (laughs) let's try not to lose ourselves yes please (laughs) on that note you ready for my second story yes (laughs) this is continuing off of what you were just talking about all right um this one's called from one customer to another yeah don't forget to tip like normal, or better, even when everything isn't normal. Some places are closed entirely, but many are still doing takeout and delivery. If you do get takeout or delivery, please remember to tip the same as you would for dine-in. Sure, they may not be providing table service, but with so many fewer customers and tips, many servers that prep your orders have fewer hours and much less income than normal. Right. And with all the sanitizing procedures, packing up takeout is more labor intensive than ever. I wonder if they are like, I know when my husband used to work at a a, a Schmapplebee's, (laughs) 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 he was was a server and um, like sometimes if it was slow or not, then, you know, they could clock in at like regular hourly rates. So that because they weren't getting tips and stuff, you know. So I wonder if they're doing that right now for all the servers, if they're still like helping in the back. Because hmm. there's no freaking way that servers can live off of $2.15 an hour and not get any tips. Yeah, there's no way. Because they literally bring like no money home from their paychecks. Their, their, their money doesn't come from their paychecks. Not here in the States. <laughs> I don't know how it is other places, but so servers, if you guys know, you should let us know. Hit us up. Tell us what are you, what is your restaurant doing for you guys right now? Yeah. Oh, all right. So is that the end of tea time then? It is. So moving on to demographics. No, we're not moving on to demographics. Um, We're doing. Stuff that we have been through that doesn't have to do with work. (laughs) Not work-related tea. (laughs) Okay, so first off, we're talking about the pandemic, okay? Right. So since this shutdown has happened, everybody's been going fucking crazy at the stores. Dear God. Um, 
I actually had a bit of a struggle trying to find wipes for my toddler because everything was cleared out. Right. It was insanity. Um, but that aside, uh, I think that the bigger problem we're going to face is we're going to run out of our basic necessities. Yeah. Um, we're going to run out of these things and they're going to cause bigger issues. People are going to start rioting. I worry about that. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about riots. Expect like, and that's what I was talking about. Like in the beginning, you know, like seeing it from both sides, seeing it from an employee side and a customer side. As a customer, if stores start closing, I'm going to start freaking out. Other people are going to start freaking mm-hmm. out, and not everybody has like rationality. Yeah. So people are going to start rioting. People are going to start breaking into grocery and- stores desperation sometimes trumps rationality right so it just escalates man it's scary none of us have been in this situation before so it is a scary situation for everybody Mm -hmm. but we all just have to make sure that we remain calm yeah for sure um the other thing that i wanted to talk about was uh My Goodwill encounter. Oh, yes. You always have the best encounters at Goodwill. And you know what? I always pick a different store, too. It's like they all have their own little quirks, you know? So um, we recently moved, and I needed to get a new bookcase. For all her books. For all of my books. So um, I found one. You did. And I... I go into this Goodwill, and first off, they had the most adorable set of chairs. They were like little granny chairs, but there were six of them. <laughs> so it was chairs. like a knitting circle. And I'm like, bro, I need, <laughs> I need a knitting circle I, I chairs. Need, I need knitting circle friends. <laughs> Amy won't join me. She's like, fuck that. My hands I'll crochet. Oh, well, maybe she will join me. <laughs> it's not too late, guys. Okay. Anyways, um, so I find a bookshelf, and it's awesome right it's perfect it's exactly what i need i go up to the front of the store i tell them i want to buy it so i go and i pay for it right and as i'm heading out to my vehicle there's a dude smoking a cigarette like nowhere near the little cigarette outposts but like directly in front of my vehicle all right right he's just like standing there directly like (laughs) in front of my driver's seat i'm like okay um (laughs) it was weird right so i get out and i get i'm starting to walk up to the vehicle and this guy goes good evening and i'm like (laughs) you too and i just go and i get in my vehicle and i lock the doors i'm like nope i'm not playing this game (laughs) so i start up my vehicle and i go around to the other side so we can load up this bookcase and it's the same guy oh (laughs) he works there and so he comes around and he brings up my bookcase, and uh, so we're starting to load it up, right? And he's helping me get the thing in there. And then as soon as we get the bookcase in there, he goes, good job, and gives me a hug. Like, I didn't oh. have a chance to think. Like, he's bro, literally like, you like that. good job. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> we're hugging now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you have a good night. And I'm like, you too. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know how to feel about this encounter. I'm still like, 
I was violated. But like, like he hugs hugged are, me. Hugs are supposed to be good and okay, and I feel like it wasn't good or okay. Well, probably um, because he was a stranger. He was very strange. <laughs> he was watching my vehicle. <laughs> well, that's what it looked like. To be fair, it may not have been that at all. It just it was a weird combination. Well, anyways, yeah, that was uh, all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so, um. <clears throat> My husband talks in his sleep. <laughs> I've told you quite a few things that he's talked about in his sleep. Just random things, right? Like, it always happens when he's, like, really tired. And usually <laughs> after he's found, like, his newest obsession. Yeah. Okay? Like, my my husband is a all-or-nothing man. <laughs> like, when he finds something that he likes, he really, really, like gets hyper-focused on it. (laughs) Like, this is all that matters. (laughs) So he has found this YouTube channel. Um, It's it's skateboarding. First of all, my husband is 31 years old. Um, We've been together almost 11 years at this point, you know, like over 10 years. And he... (laughs) When we first got together, he bought a skateboard. And he already had a long board or a mountain board or something. Like like when he was a kid and a teenager, you know, he used to do all kinds of outdoor activities, four-wheeling, BMXing, skateboarding, all that stuff. <laughs> but when we got together, he didn't really do that stuff anymore. And there were a couple of things that he tried to get back into at that time, one of those being skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> He'd bought a skateboard, like blue light. or so on like a skateboard and all of these cool things that you because you had to build the skateboard yep (laughs) (laughs) you had to buy all the stuff to put the skateboard together and um so yeah he he spent quite a bit of money on the skateboard and he was super stoked about it and he went out and he rode it like once or twice and then he fell on his ass one time and then he decided he was done with it and he gave it to his brother. <laughs> and that was, as I'm saying, like nine years ago or so. <laughs> he said, ow, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> Never mentioned skateboarding again. But recently, in the past month, he started watching this skateboard channel. <laughs> You're like, I have a feeling this is coming. <laughs> and I was like, there's a skateboard storm a brewing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so this is his newest obsession right now, and um, so as I said before, when he gets really tired, he he talks in his sleep, <laughs> and it always has to do with whatever his newest obsession is. Before it had to do with fish tanks. One time it had to do with. Skyrim, like, he always talks about the most random things, but they're usually whatever it is that he's stuck on right then. (laughs) (laughs) This time, it's skateboarding. So, laying in bed, my husband always falls asleep, like, at least an hour to two hours before I do. I I stay up until usually, like, at least one o'clock in the morning, if not sometimes two or three. Depends on how bad my insomnia is that night. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Um, so I'm watching TV and he's sleeping and he rolls over and that's always the first step <laughs> of him talking in his sleep. He rolls over and he faces me. And 
he like reaches over and he grabs me and he hugs me and cuddles me and he goes he goes now it's my turn to show off and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) and and he goes he 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 goes watch me and then he just like turns his head and he just goes (laughs) (laughs) like stewart in the mad tv like look what i can do but he just goes watch me and he turns his head and i'm like okay <laughs> and he's like did you see it and i'm like see what and he's like watch watch <laughs> he turns his head and he does it again but he's not doing anything he's just turning his head that's all he's doing <laughs> oh my god and and i'm like yeah it's great <laughs> and he goes look at that stall and i was like oh s- stall he's like yeah see and he does it one more time and he's like look at me <laughs> just have you ever seen such would a you, perfect stall? Would you look at it? Just look at it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny as shit. <laughs> and then he rolls over and he goes back to sleep. <laughs> that's how it always is. It's always just like this quick, brief little thing. And you're left wondering. And, and you're like, like, was that real life? I'm, just, and I'm always left with feeling like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Looking around, checking your pulse. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time. But this time he didn't actually like get upset with me. Every other time he usually ends up getting upset with me because... And he's in his sleep. He gets upset with me in his sleep. You're like, asshole, go back to sleep. <laughs> like, only I am so good that I can offend my husband while he's unconscious, even. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> well, because he's always, like, talking about r- random things. First of all, it catches me off guard. Sometimes it makes absolutely no fucking sense of what he's talking about. <laughs> right? So I'm like, What? what you know and i'm like i don't understand what you're talking about and so then he goes he usually just goes "Ah, never mind and he just just rolls over (laughs) but so yeah this is the first time in the 10 years that we've been together that i haven't offended my husband in his sleep (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um one more thing this is kind of work-related, but it has nothing. Well, I guess it does have to do with customers, too. So every year, our store does um, fundraising, mm-hmm. right, for uh, for cancer research. <clears throat> and um, th- we usually get, like, get together raffle prizes and stuff to raffle off for people to win. Mm-hmm. So this year, I I spoke to my assistant manager, and I was like, how do you feel about people throwing a pie in your face? <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, well, I mean, we have a lot of regulars that would probably be more than happy and would pay money to buy tickets to throw a pie in our face. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, they probably would, wouldn't they? <laughs> That's funny. So... On our raffle table with all of our other raffle prizes, where you got two buckets, one for me and one for her, and people get to buy tickets to put in there, and after the uh, fundraiser is over, we're going to pull pull tickets and see who's going to pie us in the face. <laughs> 
And I have a customer that has been coming in on a daily basis to buy one ticket to put in my bucket. <laughs> You're like, well, I know who wants to throw a pie in my face. He's like, I'm going to pie you in the face. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you, you probably are. <laughs> a lot of people are very excited at the thought of throwing a pie in my face. <laughs> You're like, should I be concerned? <laughs> I don't yeah. know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it's raising money for a good cause. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Ready for demographics? Yeah, demographics. Holy cannolis. Yeah, we got a whole lot of new listeners and everything just in the past couple of days. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Holy son. 138 on Sunday. Just Sunday, yeah. Just Sunday. Woo! Okay, so Amy, what is our top city this week? Naptown, <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. Woo, hey guys, hanging out, huh? Woo, woo. All right, and then in second place, we have M- McKellen Flanders. McKellen Flanders. That's, we're, we're throwing some Midwest stank on it. McKellen Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> All my stank. <laughs> All my word. <laughs> All right, in third place, we have Franklin, Indiana. Hey, Franklin. Yeah, hey. That's new. Yeah. And then in fourth place, we have a tie. We do. We got Austin, Texas, and... You want to try to say it? All right. Murfreesboro, (laughs) Tennessee. I just wanted to see if you could say it. Murfreesboro. (laughs) It's... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, you heard all that Midwestern stank. <laughs> You're like, whoo! <laughs> Hot dog! <laughs> it's Murfreesboro! <laughs> it's uh, it's Murfreesboro. Murf's- <laughs> it's Murfreesboro. <laughs> I actually have family that's down there in, oh, Murf- yeah? in Murfreesboro. <laughs> How is it pronounced? Murfreesboro. It's not Murfreesboro. <laughs> you're welcome guys welcome to the top four (laughs) clearly we're fans right back welcome (laughs) to the top four where we always say it wrong (laughs) not always we've never mispronounced austin texas where we always butcher it (laughs) i mean either you make the cut or we do (laughs) (laughs) so all the fun stuff aside I got a quote for you. All right, I'm ready for this quote. So it's actually from uh, Pitch Perfect 3. You ready? All right, <laughs> I'm ready. Aging may wrinkle the skin, but quitting wrinkles the soul. <laughs> <laughs> never quit. Never stop, never stopping. Never you guys. stop, never stopping. Uh, I'm on a boat. <laughs> no. No. We're not on a boat. It's a really bad time to be on a boat right now, Amy. (laughs) All right, you guys. So, be nice, stay safe, and wash Wash your your hands. hands. (laughs) Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. 
And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.